0: What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Controvert Podcast. My name is Panda. I'm going to be your host today, and I'm joined by my co-host, Daylin. Today, we have a special guest named... Go ahead.
1: Hi, everyone. My name is Janet. I want to say my full name. Can I say my full name? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so my Chinese name is Lingqi. Okay, so I go short for LC. My middle name, Janet. A lot of people know me by it. And my last name, K-U-N-G, Kung. Find me. <laughs> no.
2: Janet
3: likes to tell jokes.
2: Right. Janet Kung likes to tell jokes.
3: see Janet Kong likes <laughs> to tell jokes.
1: Okay, let's do another one. Let's do another. One.
3: <laughs> okay. No, you know what? Let, let's keep rolling.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> I'm just I'm just going to go ahead and, and keep speaking um, sorry for my degenerate friend right here, but you know, you'll learn a little bit more about how degenerate she is. Um if that even <laughs> mean if, if if you know um our podcast or you watched like some of our videos before, you'll know that we had a different setup and we got so much new equipment. This is our first time just hosting um all the state of the art equipment. Holy crap, man. State of the art, man. What
3: do you think about that? that name? <laughs> I'm a professional, man.
0: <laughs> but anyways. Um, Now we have a lot of equipment and we spent a lot of money a lot of time into this So please go ahead and like this video subscribe to Controvert Podcast follow us on IG and yada 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 Uh, we're still gonna set up our TikTok but uh, Stay tuned for that today. Actually. I have the special host a special guest Janet Um, We have some questions for you actually. So Janet, before um, we talk about that, did you have any introductions you wanted to say or you wanted to like kind of introduce yourself?
1: Can I tell the John Wick story?
0: What John Wick story?
1: Okay, so I broke a nail, right? And I just watched John Wick and I realized it's the same finger that John Wick lost his finger on. So instead of putting another nail on there, fucking stick-ons, right? cost effective ladies i get you money is hard to come by save your money where it counts anyways so i fucking painted a nail instead of putting another one on there so shout out to john wick i fucking love you thank you yeah
0: anyways did you did you want to go ahead and probably like introduce yourself your age your name uh where you went to school if you're going to school anything like that
1: yeah okay well as you guys know um I'm a fanatic for the for the way the mind works, um, and the way the way the mind works is with the heart. And going to school in college, uh, a few years ago, actually, about a decade ago, um, I met a lot of different people from all places of you know, SoCal and um, Hawaii and um, San Fran and. When I dropped out, I was accustomed with a lot of people who had to fight for their lives on the streets, whether they were homeless, living in the nature, if you will, or if they were gang-affiliated. So a lot of my own personal experiences also come from subcultures that are in the society that we live in, whether or not we are part of them or not, and... Um, a little background, I am currently... So
0: I wanted to like kind of chime in here. Yeah. So you're kind of a little bit ghetto. That's what you're saying, right?
1: Yeah. Um. I will do the head nod. And I will do this. I'll do this. Um, it just comes with, you know, I think part of adaptability, part of being exposed to being in jail, rehab, all these things. I'm very open. I'm an open book.
0: So you've been to jail? I have. So you're for the streets? <laughs>
1: To be honest, I'm for recovery um, mm. because my drug problems and my inability to um, no longer condone the behavior that I had is exactly what brought me into jail.
0: Daylon, you got anything to say about that,
3: man? Uh, yeah, I mean, if you don't mind sharing, how did you get, in the mic. get into or how did you end up in jail? Which time? Uh, I mean, your first time, I would say
1: first time some girl caught me in a bad mood i was zanned out and i had um how long is this podcast gonna go because i don't know how to shorten or lengthen the the story no
0: you could talk as much as you want honey oh no worries Mm -hmm.
2: no worries honey
1: (laughs) (laughs) um yeah babe right i gotta flirt back this is business right we gotta do this
0: (laughs) (laughs) Don't call me that. Oh, I don't double that. standards. I don't appreciate Double that.
1: standards. <laughs> okay. No, mine was a joke. Yours is serious. <laughs> he wishes. Okay. Anyways. Some bitch fought me. Should I talk about it like that? Some bitch fought me. She came at me sideways. Da, 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 da. No, she misunderstood. She thought I slept with his, her guy. I told her about something happened. It didn't really happen, but she was getting on my nerves because I added her on Facebook. She told me I was going to be her friend or whatnot. And a month later I added her on Facebook and she says, This slithering bitch, look who slithered into my friend request. And I was on Snapchat, Zandau. I just pierced my nose by myself and I said, You know what? Fuck this bitch. You wanna fight? Find me. So we fought and I brought a knife with me, it was an Exacto knife, and I carried it around because I was hearing people on the streets that were, you know, yeah, coming at students.
3: Wait, wait, so so what Try what is an exacto knife? What is that? Cut
0: someone. That's what like doctors use to do surgery or something. <laughs> no! I, was, I would <laughs> see that in movies where they're using an exacto knife uh-huh. to cut the skin apart.
3: Oh damn! I right, yeah. was about
0: to perform like surgery on. No, this. I was oh. an art She's student. Like, I want to
2: mess her
1: <laughs> up, you know. No, I was doing art. I was doing art, and uh-huh. that was what we needed for art. And I carried that with me, and um yeah i put it behind my back and she came and turns out on the police report there was choke marks on my neck but they discarded that evidence uh that could have helped my case and because she Sorry. was cut up so bad um it was really bad i saw the photo of it it was horrendous she was bleeding so much but yet when she was bleeding she still had the nerve to say oh my god look what she did to me and she was starting to show everyone on campus was a fucking stupid Wait, so you
0: fucked her up more than you she fucked you up Is that what's
1: happening? Yeah, but I was blindsided in my defense. Like, I'm not even going to be prideful about it. Like, oh, yeah, I I shanked some bitch. No, she literally had me in a headlock with my hair like this. So I pulled it out and, like, fucking went like this to, like, fight her off of me. And I thought I got her stomach because I was just fighting like this. And turns out I got her wrist right here. And then you were able to see the gash and it was, like, the whiteness of it inside. And it was really bad. the bone? I don't know. I
0: hey jenny i had a question about like what about like when you popped your ex's tires i thought that was the reason you got locked up.
1: yeah that was the second time um were you like
0: barred out or something like
1: yeah i took three and a half zans that day like i said i had the inability to no longer condone my behavior such as using drugs right um i was so zanned out some people gave me some free meth from free meth uh free blunt zans that person actually hit a lick on me before. He sold me like 80 Zans or $80 worth of Zans and then he stole it back.
2: <laughs> All right. No more of
0: this drug talk. All this degeneracy is like pissing me off right now.
2: Yeah. I, I can't take this degeneracy.
0: Number one thing I want to talk about is uh, Xanax bars, okay? Number one thing that I've seen, number one fuck-ups is through xanax bars so yeah. like a lot of like drunk accidents a lot of um just like people getting raped like my good close home girl is just getting raped by xanax bars it's just ridiculous so i don't want to talk about that bullshit yeah, more know. so today i want to talk about you know janet you today um or was it yesterday you went out with a guy right
2: <laughs> Two. Oh,
3: tell us about it
1: Okay, so one was planned. The other one was, I was actually calling to cancel my gym membership. And he was like, I'll give you a free month, you know, of gym if you don't cancel it. So I was like, yeah. And, you know, he's like, okay, well, now that you broke up with your ex, because I only went to the gym because he was going, right? (laughs) Um. He's like, well, now that you're broken up, can we go out? And I haven't even gone on this date with this this other guy that we planned. So I was like, you know what? Let's We could go grab a drink of Jamba Juice or something like that in my head, right? And just or eat. And I wanted to thank him. That's how it started. I said, you know, like, do you want me to bring over McDonald's or something? Like, thank you for, you know, helping me out with, like, this free month, you know, and just kind of like that. And so I gave him my number and stuff like that. And. We went out to Jamba Juice and like low key, it was like really fucking pushy. Like he kept pushing, like you know, like
0: the age thing, right?
1: Yeah, like telling me he's twenty one, one second, twenty three, another second, and like I'm just like, what the what, fuck?
0: What was the reasoning he like told you different ages? Because like I re- recall you told me that this is this was like off camera, by the way. Uh, she told me that. Uh, he first said he was 20 years old, then he said he's 23 and it was a test or something. Why would, he mm-hmm. s- uh, why would he go from like a younger to older? Usually, back then when I lied about my age, when I was like a little kid, when I was 18, getting at like 20-year-old girls, I would be like, yeah, I'm 20. Why Why would he go
3: reverse? Yeah, younger to older. Yeah, that's, that's weird. That makes so, so what happened? He said he was
1: trying to test me to see if I would like him for him. Mm. So let me see, would I like... A guy who's lying to me <laughs> Mm-mm. or would I like a guy who has to put my love to the test instead of just be the real him
0: so so David, I want to ask you something, man, have you ever lied to a girl
3: about your age not not about my age, never
0: so I want to ask like the viewers, if you ever lied to like a girl or if a girl ever lied to a guy about your age, please let us know in the comments. I want to know like why exactly you guys would lie about your age or, or something like that for me personally. I lied about my age when I was like young, because uh, girls, they would be like saying all this crap, like, oh, you're too young, blah, blah, blah. And then Mm -hmm. um, because of that, it's like a turnoff or something like that. So to get uh, older girls, uh, guys would, sometimes they feel the need to have to lie to girls about their age. And uh, this all goes back to what we talked about in our our other video about uh, dating older men is kind of a a scam because uh, this whole thing was, just like we were led to believe or women were led to believe that we have to date older men, right? <laughs> so guilty
1: <laughs> my last relationship.
0: <laughs> so Janet, do you go for younger men at all? Like how what's the threshold? She's like both. <laughs> younger or oh wait. You um your last ex, wasn't he uh Do you want to go ahead and say it?
2: Mhm.
1: Yeah, he was like 44. I'm 28. <laughs> Avery, in my defense, he had, like, a really young-spirited thing, except he was really, like, uh, he was, like, old school. He wanted a woman to be more feminine and lack, lacking masculinity. And if we really look at the content of what masculinity and femininity is – I heard at least um, masculinity is your ability to process things and execute certain decisions and actions, while femininity is your emotional side, and therefore men and women both have and carry both. So if he would like me to only be feminine, yet he wants me to work in his company how's that gonna work out
0: damn she's speaking mad facts right now dude yeah like how is she getting all this like wisdom like Holy just like shit. from her top of her brain or something man like i can't even think of this right now dude <laughs> anyways go ahead janet
1: yeah mm-hmm. what would you like to know about
3: it the sex it was great <laughs>
1: Wait, so, how, so
3: how old was he and how old were you again? 44 and i was 28 I am 28
1: this just happened
3: oh okay so there and was I'm, this oh mm-hmm. uh, what, what did he do for work
1: you already knew he was my facilitator at rehab, oh. and he got fired mm. um
0: Wait, so, so you didn't you get him fired or something?
1: Yes, I did because I realized he was using authority and controlling not only in our relationship but with um other relationships as well, whether it was um,
0: but but see, that's the thing I feel like. When you get someone fired just because like he didn't really treat you right, I feel like that would be—that's not kind the of case. A, okay, so what was, what was the was case? Was he
3: like sexually harassing other people, or like what was he doing, like harassing you, or?
1: You see, he always goes for the pretty girls. He always invites pretty girls to meetings specifically to specific meetings that he is at. Other girls, oh, there's no help for them. If he was able to cross the line as my facilitator and he continued in his substance abuse counseling and he got away with it with me, I may not have relapsed and used drugs. I may not have been violent. I may not have slashed his tires this time, right? I may not have... No, it was a different guy. But I may not have died or committed suicide because of the way he manipulated, gaslighted, and controlled me. But the next girl that deals with him, I'm saving a life. And on top of that, if I were to be a substance abuse counselor, this is my thought. If I let him get away with it and we treat others the way we want to be treated, wouldn't I be condoning that kind of behavior for myself? Like I said, right? I will not condone that kind of behavior for myself. If I am a substance abuse counselor, I should be very 100% strict with myself as I am with him. That there should be no boundaries crossed. And that is why I did it. Because... I need to be responsible for my own future and the future of other people who do not know of him in such a way.
0: That's fucking admirable. Taylor, yeah. you got anything to say about that, man?
3: So, uh, talking to Mike, what was the thing that you did to him? Or like get him fired or like um were you trying to just help other people along the way as well?
0: But you you see that's the thing. I feel like he dated you, right? When um he was your counselor, so he dated you. And then everything was okay. You kept the secrecy when you guys were together. But when things went wrong, that's when you thought, okay, screw it. I'm just going to go ahead and just like let this, uh, let him get fired. Or
1: I didn't want him to get fired. I told my therapist about it and she was part of the program. Mm-hmm. But I told her because I needed someone's help. I told her that I wanted him on probation at least and at most. I told her I didn't want him fired. I just wanted him to learn a lesson because he won't hear it from me. Being in a relationship should be equal. And the last thing, one of the last things he said to me before, no, the night we broke up was, um, I'm 44 years old. I don't need some 20-something-year-old girl telling me what I'm doing wrong or what's wrong with me or whatever. Because I was telling him, you know, tell me to buy shorts that cover my ass because you can't handle your insecurities and jealousy. Controlling.
0: I think that's a little fucked up. Um, You chose... Um, not you, I'm talking about him, you chose, I'm talking to him by the way, Yeah. you chose to go ahead and date like a 28 year old as a 44 year old and then for you to just like use age to play a part when you guys should be equals, uh, I think that's a little bit fucked up. First of all, if you're someone that's like way older than someone and then you're someone that's like, um, uh, another person that is like way younger, right? For example, you're 28. You date a guy who's 44. Um, and this happened to me recently, actually. A, a girl told me, uh, she's uh, 22, I'm 28, right? So we have a six-year difference. She told me recently that, you know, you're a grown-ass man. You make your own decisions. And, you know, I was having a very polite conversation with her. Although it was a little bit professional, um, it was very polite as well. And so I didn't I didn't play at any age. I didn't say anything about like age and go like, oh, you know, you're you're just like young and immature, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, how she depict me as was you're a grown ass man. You should know how to communicate, blah, blah, blah. And I feel like that's uh, kind of like a little bit hacking. You know, you're cheating, bro. You know, you're just throwing shit into an argument. You know, when you're when you could just have a polite and professional conversation let's focus on the issue let's not throw in like personal status mm-hmm. um, matters like for example if I tell you um, like if you disrespected me today mm-hmm. and I go like well you're broke that's why you're fucking disrespectful but look at all the other people in this world who are rich and disrespectful right mm-hmm. so you can't just like look at someone's personal status and just use that as like a baseline for uh, an argument but i um, sorry about that, Jenna. No, I cut you off. I, no,
1: I, can I speak on that actually? Personal yep. status? Okay, so um, I want to speak directly to him, the guy that was facilitating my group, that I told them, I told my therapist and them, uh, the grievance lady that was collecting it for the program. I told her I want to take responsibility for my actions as well. I understand there could be repercussions for clients being... I guess, responsible for such sexual behavior. Um, And that would prohibit them from executing that kind of decision, right? Because, I mean, I don't know what the cause is for that kind of decision, but I'm thinking clients give make the money, right? And we pay for the services, so our rights should be protected. But I did my very best to, you know, have him keep his job and... I told them that, you know, I was interested in him too. And if anything, worse comes to worse, like, I seduced him. If you think about it, once he gave me the attention that I wanted, once he gave me that flirtatious act, once he invited me to the meeting and then go out and eat at AA, I fell for him. And when I fell, I could not stop.
0: Damn, you talking about this right now is kind of making me fall for you, you know? You're saying in <laughs> such a passionate <laughs> way. Oh my God, you know? <laughs> I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Playing with my heart. <laughs>
0: uh, well, I, I, I don't know because everything was okay, right? And then after he lost his job, I think you did tell me, yeah, fuck him. He lost his job. Um, he, he deserves it. That was the attitude, right? So do you think he still deserves losing his job after what he did to you?
1: Absolutely. But my love, my heart wants only the best for him. And my hope and my faith that he would have learned his lesson with just probation obviously weren't in the cards for him.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: That's the thing, because you told your um, counselor or your therapist, right? You told her you didn't want him to get fired and no. then mm-hmm. um after he got fired actually so was it kind of like a indirect result you kind of wanted it to happen
1: at first
0: you didn't want it to happen but you still deep down you wanted it to happen right
1: no it was more so out of anger i wanted him to just get out of my life like when i fall for someone i cannot stop I called him for two weeks straight afterwards on private because I could not let go of him. And that's why I'm on this quest to find somebody because I'm replacing that kind of like oxytocin that ser- that dopamine because like I'm I, I'm an addict. I once I get on this grind, I don't want to go down. You know? So I'm replacing him, and the, not even just replacing him, but replacing the emotions that I felt with him, with somebody else, but just without the toxicity. And Dang,
0: are, you're, you look like you're getting emotional. Are you okay, Janet? Like, we are talking about this. It's kind of fresh. Are you sure? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Are you sure you want to talk about this? Yeah. Um. Let me just... I guess what I wanted to say... Um, what was the question again?
0: The question was, um, did you, deep down, you wanted it to happen you wanted him to get fired like no i you wanted... told the therapist that you didn't want anything to happen but the therapist still ended up telling um or performing some action and ended up getting him fired and then afterwards you were pretty happy to me when when that happened right
1: ego 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 my ego was happy mm-hmm. but um so what made yeah go ahead what made me really tell him i was like you better resign tomorrow
3: yeah because you didn't want him to be doing this to like anybody else yeah or to anybody else
1: but even before all that logic and reasoning that made me call my therapist mm-hmm. the initial initial feeling was this i gave him a voicemail i said you have to let me go because i cannot i am madly in love and i need you to let me go because i am hurting so I pushed him away. I became emotionally abusive. I became, said hurtful words so that he would just leave me alone. Because once a man is over with you, he will not pick up. He will block you. And therefore, you can finally move on with your life. And that's what I needed because I could not let go of him.
0: Facts. How many other ladies watching this right now thinks that's facts? Like this video. Going to have to do a shameless plug again. But like this video. Comment down below everything that you think what Janet said is that facts. Damn, Janet, I think you have like so much like wisdom, you know, like mm-hmm. for, for a recovering addict. And um, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of smart addicts out there and then they also have wisdom. But like when, when we think of an addict, it's like not someone who could kind of um, bounce back, like uh, show their true emotions, give like a lot of wisdom. It's more like a little bit fucked up. Right. Mm-hmm. But we have a really good prime example right here. Degenerate. Um, yeah. Degenerate. Uh, a, a good prime example of a degenerate right here. <laughs> i'm just kidding not a degenerate right, i got a lot of respect for janet but um yeah like for someone who's recovering and then still having all this wisdom it's uh it's uh, it's a lot because i remember back then when uh janet was still doing a lot of substance abuse um should, should we get into all that stuff with, with if
1: you want let's go we got <laughs> and we did all this setup but uh before we talk about that let's talk about. Um, how much i want to forgive and let go of this and let's just leave it on a good note and bygones speak up bygones and i wish nothing but the best for everyone watching this and him as well and myself and you guys
0: okay you're talking about the one that you just broke up with right yeah not this new one so, so tell me about this new one, though. Yeah, how did the date so, go? Okay, okay, you, you, okay, you just broke up a week ago, and then you feel two like... Two
1: weeks ago. <laughs> two weeks ago. And we were together for only like three days, but we knew each other for six months.
0: See, that's the thing, like, when you're with someone, wait, you said you. Wait, who,
3: who, who are we talking about now? I'm so confused. The facilitator.
1: He, okay. he and I, we've been talk. we've been in each other's group, well, I've been in his group since November, and then we've been going to meetings since, like, January.
0: You said you guys were together for six months?
1: We we went. We were keeping keep in contact, or at least in each other's groups, from November to January. Went to meetings together in January. That's, that's like two started months. Started eating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we got together officially, like, for two weeks, and then we just kept fighting and breaking up.
0: Bro, okay. Like okay. So you said I could talk about anything, right? Yeah. yeah go okay. Ahead. So I'm I'm just going to talk about this. So um me me and Janet before we had a we we had kind of a little <laughs>
2: Yeah. Go ahead. We we had <laughs> yeah, kind go of ahead. a little yeah, cause it's not about okay, you. I, I, don't how, I don't
0: even know how to describe <laughs> it, but we had kind of a hookup, right? We had a thing going on, <laughs> Oh right? shit. And then Oh so, my god. So this chick, she uh she calls me, okay? She calls me about like was it like a month ago or what mm-hmm. anyway she calls me a month ago and she goes like panda i i don't i don't know like i just you know you're the last person i got rid of everyone and then you just your name popped up but i have this new boyfriend i really really like him i just i i can't talk to you anymore and i was like well um jenny are, are you sure you guys aren't gonna break up anytime soon or what?" And like, you know, we could, we could still talk and we could still be friends and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to do anything with you. And then Janet, like, do you want to, do you want to like speak up about this again?
1: Like, yeah, I remember I said, uh, I will not put myself in um, a position where I may betray by accident or by default because of my sexual tension or history of sexual tension with Arnold Panda. Well, sorry. Why,
0: why am I so special though? Why, why would you kind of betray that? Like you. you it, Assuming that you're in a relationship, you have self-control, what is the problem here? Attraction. So the attraction was so great that you would be able to not control yourself. That's what you're saying?
1: The memory of the attraction was very dire to my soul because... When I just met you, there was this thick cloud between us, and they call it a connection, right? Sexual tension, whatever. And that's what I remembered. And I remembered, you know, during our fling like 11 years ago, that's all we did. We never really built that trusting foundation of a relationship. So um, I never felt the need to keep going with the relationship, especially because, you know, certain misunderstandings in our past had um hadn't ha- hasn't been hadn't it wasn't reconciled
0: well what you told me was um you're scared that if we hang out or if we talk or if we we uh you know are you in each other's vicinity you're scared that
1: you're very persuasive arnold
0: you told me that you're scared that you won't be able to control yourself right so that's the problem like i see because if you're able to get in a relationship you should have that self-control if you really like this person, right? But you're saying that the sexual tension between us, me and you, it was so high back then that it would probably break this bond between, or not break this bond, make you kind of disloyal to your boyfriend, kind of like for the streets, right?
1: Yeah, I think, um, you know, they say, you know, that's a really good point. And I don't know, I feel like the attraction for, I don't think I told you about this, but I think the attraction for you goes in and out. Um, Sometimes it's here, sometimes it's not. And um, the last time we tried, it didn't really get anywhere uh, like it did before. But it went other places, like it was completely flipped.
0: Yeah, but like, you know, like my main concern is if you're with a boy that you really, really like, I think if, you have all these feelings for him shouldn't that make you kind of more loyal for him it should make you to a point where mm. you can control yourself right? well
1: maybe i haven't found the right one if i have to distance you, myself from you him. were
0: yeah. you were you called me you specifically called me you were like i have to let you go we can't hang out we can't be, even be friends and i was like this, this But is that wasn't even ju- that
1: wasn't even like i said it was because misunderstandings were not being reconciled hence the reason why i said we don't have a friendship to even have a good foundation with
0: mm-hmm. so so did i do something to kind of make that friendship go away you know okay yeah let's talk about
1: that.
0: <laughs> this shit is getting heated man shit look at look at janet bro <laughs> dang J- janet's face she's like a little bit pissed off let's look at that you know. all right but anyways um, I, I <laughs> it's good.
1: Wow. <laughs> it just
0: it just sounded like to me that um, you were not able to control yourself like if we were to hang out just as friends, uh, you would probably throw yourself onto me. But I told you that I wouldn't let that happen, right?
1: I'm pretty sure you were more of the persuasive one back then when it came to sex. I was more so the one that wanted to cuddle. Since we're throwing it all out there, right? And this time around, you wanted to cuddle, but I just wanted to fuck. So what turned the tables?
0: What turned the tables is um, just uh, sometimes we need some uh, love rather than mm-hmm. some sexualness, right? So mm-hmm. that last time was probably because there was a much more needed love maybe some simp time going on. So then, uh, you know, a man could have, a man could be a simp too, even a fuckboy. And I will classify myself as a, as a big <laughs> fuckboy, right? And I'm not saying that to brag or anything, it's more like to prove a point. Like fuckboys have feelings too. Fuckboys are probably th- like the softest guys out there as well even. Um, there are like hardcore fuckboys, but um, there are also guys who are soft and as fuckboys. And they're the types where probably if some shit is going on in their lives, uh, a lot of bullshit that's going on, mm-hmm. then they probably just need someone there just to cuddle. And then sometimes I, I could I could speak on behalf of fuckboys, but mm-hmm. sometimes fuckboys feel the need to just uh, cuddle and they don't even want sex. Yeah. Um, they just want to have that passionate time mm-hmm. because they need probably like a, a mommy to like hug them for a little bit. You know, sometimes and you go just find want your mom. To fuck you. Um, sometimes they just ask their mom, like for a hug, you know, yeah, something yeah. like that. They just need some love and affection.
1: Yeah. Well, can I interject?
0: Yeah. <clears throat>
1: Go ahead. First off, I want to say thank you for opening up to me, Arnold. That was really, really beautiful. Number two.
0: By By the way, she's calling me Arnold because my real name is Arnold. So, uh, just you guys could refer me as Panda, but I don't mm. prefer Arnold. Go
1: ahead. And I'm fucking elephant, right? Like we said in the other blooper. (laughs) Okay, so Panda, um, I'm not going to say that. Okay, can I call you Arnold? Can I have the freedom to do that? It's more personal. Thank you, and that's where we're at. Um, I understand you want love and affection, but who says that comes for... I don't know. Maybe if... Like, my cuddles are sacred. My body does not want to be just next to anybody. It wants to be some with somebody who I believe truly values and cares and has the ability and capability to, and the desire and the willingness to take care of me in so many aspects of life. My body rejects the need to cuddle with somebody that does not provide for me those kind of supports. So when you ask for me to cuddle and give you that type of love, on what basis and what need am I why you can find somebody else who doesn't have standards of such
0: damn this is getting fucking heated I love this but you know what like I I never asked you it was more like um, that time just some needed cuddling was required I mean it's up to you it's your choice your decision so do
1: they have a tinder for cuddle buddies (laughs) like (laughs) just looking for cuddles (laughs) like Because we should probably make that app for him. <laughs>
3: yeah. For both of make- us, huh?
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: she kind of ma- make me soft. sound soft as hell, but, um, <laughs> you know, it's, it's not actually that much, you know. Yeah. That time was also because I was not able to, you know, get it up. So <laughs> it was
1: <laughs> probably my fault, right? I was not interested <laughs> enough to seduce him.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I was just like, all right, you know what? Maybe... Let's just uh make the use of our time. Maybe I just mm-hmm. gotta have some love and affection for the time being, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. But yeah.
1: Thank you for sharing. No problem. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it's a really interesting relationship you guys have. There, there's of a course. lot
0: of there's a lot of sexual tension that's still going on. Maybe Is there? We should just fuck it out after this, eh?
1: Absolutely not.
3: <laughs> I thought just... <laughs>
1: Didn't you say once I meet somebody, oh, so I will. You already, you already
3: oh, okay. met somebody? Okay, right, okay. Okay, okay. Right. I'm,
0: I, I want to talk about that. So you just met this guy. You started dating this guy just a day ago.
1: He's everything I want right now.
0: But you say that what? about every guy.
1: Yeah, for right now. I told him. I said, give us 15 mi- months tops.
0: So why do you say 15 months tops? Like, you already know that you guys are going to break up like quick. So why do you get into Cause a relationship? Because life
1: gets lonely. And, Life gets lonely and so we you need can someone
0: we, temporarily there.
1: For as long as we can, but I only see it for So
3: are you are you kinda just like using him now or No,
1: I let him know exactly. I oh. texted him yesterday, I said, you know, I feel like this might only last like fifteen months. And you know what he said to me? One of the sweetest things. I don't know if he picked up a book on how to how to hitchhike a girl, but he said, Well, I'm i I'm like something like I'm grateful that I even have the chance of fifteen months with you.
0: All right. First of all, that sounds simp as fuck. I think that's the <laughs> that's the way you push away girls, and I think that's how like girls start not liking you as much, and they they think of you as a guy who's like the one that's long term. But that's in reality, it's actually a guy who you don't even this girl doesn't even have that much attach attachment to, and in that regards, then it ends up being the girl breaks up within fifteen months, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, but he said he just wants to have fun too.
0: So, he just wants, so you guys are essentially using each other because I thought like the whole purpose of life, especially at our age, like 28 years old, we need someone to get married. I thought that's what you want too, right? You want to get married, get, have, have kids settle down and all that shit?
3: Sounds like you guys are mutually benefiting from this. Yeah, because I don't know want. if I want
1: to have kids anymore and I don't know if I want to get married because I think all of that is not a right, but a privilege when you meet the right one. And I'm not going to be sitting around lonely waiting for that person to come up into my life.
0: Good. So you're familiar with our podcast right you watched a couple videos and then uh we talked about one about polyamory right Mm -hmm. so polyamory um what i talked about in that video was about if we were all led to believe that we need to get married if we need to just have kids if we need to just live this um platonic or not platonic was it just a exclusive lifestyle with just one sexual partner what if we are all led to believe that, but we all cannot do that anymore? And we're in this generation, a modern generation, where we're all fucking idiots, where we're all used to mm-hmm. fucking everyone, that mm-hmm. we don't even have the ability to be sexually exclusive to just one person.
1: Do you like to use a condom?
0: No, I don't like to use a Guess condom. Guess what else
1: doesn't like condoms? What? STDs. That's why I like one exclusive partner at a time
0: how does that relate to what i was just talking because about? when you
1: have multiple partners you are actually a polygamous relationship i don't i may not believe in marriage being the right thing for me but i believe in monogamy and polygamy is when you have more than sexual one sexual partner right
0: but i'm talking about monogamy for the rest of your life right i'm talking about like- yeah
1: i will i will have one monogamous relationship at a time if it is serious but that doesn't mean i'm going to marry them but i mean i'm committed and once i break it off with you like I'll let you know.
0: So so what's your plan, Janet? Your plan is just to do this every 15 months. Just have a guy. Every 15 <laughs> months. And then not. Well,
1: the last six months. So I don't know, Arnold. I'm hoping obviously I wanna fall in love. Obviously, I wanna be with somebody. Obviously, I wanna love a man enough to where I can trust that he'll love me even after I have stretch marks from a baby. But the chances of that happening. Is very slim. I'm
0: watching a lot of Disney, eh? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, but but for real, yeah, I think that's possible for a man to still love you with, like, stretch marks. And even if you you're, you get, like, fat or if you lose all your hair, I think it's very possible. Um, but what were you talking about at the end of that? After the stretch marks?
1: A man that won't leave you?
0: Yeah. But uh, with that, then, then you believe that marriage is still possible, right? Like, for you?
1: with a divine intervention yes
0: what is a divine intervention yeah that's that's too high for me wait what
1: divine godly higher power intervention you got to intervene in my life because the path that i'm going in there is no marriage for my foreseeable future
3: and is that from your experience from past relationships and like what other guys have told you yes
1: from my experience and what i've seen and what i've gone through and also the dreams and goals that i have in life Mm -hmm. i don't believe you know there's a passage in the bible that says basically when you get married sometimes half of your attention goes to the marriage and not on the missions that you have in life and personally i believe that i want to make a difference in this world and help people the way i've been helped and i believe that you know there's certain gifts and talents that god has given me and a certain level of intelligence Mm -hmm. if you will And I want to give other people that without having to worry whether my husband is cheating on me, whether he's sick or if I have kids, are they home yet? Because that takes up a lot of attention and time. And every second that I'm spending on that is one less second on the mission that I want to have in life. Now, let's just say there is a divine intervention where I fall in love with somebody, somebody completely head over heels and I'm willing to marry them and have kids with them. So be it. But then God will have to change my heart into having my sole purpose in life. And my heart and my mission is to serve my husband in an equal kind of manner. But as well as being there for him emotionally, physically, mentally, spiritually. And being able to be the mother that is actually able to love their kids with minimal trauma.
0: I'm, I'm confused. You just you just said you don't want to have kids. So Unless right. she meets if, the right person. Exactly. Right?
1: Mm-hmm. And right uh, now at this point, no thank you. She doesn't
3: believe or think she could meet someone that is able to comfort her in the way she needs to be comforted. Mm.
1: With commitment.
0: And I think that's why you talked about... That's really
3: good. Wow,
1: you really understand me.
0: Okay. Um, Yeah, so I think that's why you (laughs) talked about um, like you would only like date this guy for 15 months, right? Because you're already aware that this guy is probably not everything you want. But you did mention that this guy is everything you want. Currently, yes. Currently, yes. Yes. What what does currently, yes, mean?
1: He's kind of a gangster. kind of looking, you know. He's, you know, sway. (laughs) Kind of sway. Kind of of high. Got these daring eyes. Freaking cute. He sends me cute-ass messages. He's so... He, we only been on one day and he spoiled me and he is such a heroic person and like you know we had to save one of my friends from like one of her adventures and you know he was so there that I just threw myself on him and gave him a big old kiss and we had a little intimate you know three seconds uh right before leaving the music no no it wasn't intercourse it was just like fucking like i don't know like fondle and it was just so amazing and i asked him permission since this is my current one i asked for his permission whether i could share a little bit about or you know share some about our relationship so um yeah
3: What, what, what do you mean by he spoiled you so just because
0: he spoiled you that contributed to him being like the one for right now like well what is what is making him not the one for like ever conversation what's wrong with the conversation
1: I like conversations that are like ping pong. That I right? don't ping yeah. pong like a ping, ping pong? pong game. Ping pong table. <laughs> yeah, like I go here, you go here, I go here, you go here.
2: <laughs> <laughs> ping pong table. Yeah.
0: Originally, was a ping pong table. That's why me and Dale. Yeah, that's why we looked
3: at each other. <laughs>
0: yeah, we painted this shit. It's it's fucking awesome. But <laughs> so ping pong, you're talking about like you say something and then he hits the ball back and then you hit the ball so it's like it goes back and forth so it's kind of one-sided right now so why why if you already know this why even like spend time into this if you know you're gonna waste time for 15 months that 15 months you could invest into finding like the one right she
3: doesn't want to be lonely thank you
2: (laughs) i feel like girls have it easier
3: i mean like girls aren't as they're easier to, like, um, attract other people. <laughs> I'm sorry. Guys. I
1: feel like slapping myself in the face right now because I, I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you up. But,
3: uh, mm-hmm. No, go ahead.
1: Thank you. you remember what we were talking about in the car? I have to tell him this news before this podcast gets out. I was telling Daylin that I think I need to break it off with this guy already. That was Bro. the news I needed Bro, to tell the- you.
2: Ahead, because no, no, you're no, 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 right. I mean, we're like, like a, we're so like I'm using right, like. yes,
1: we're like using each other for each other's benefit rather than looking at the ultimate goal which is falling in love and having that unconditional love for each other rather than some like physical attraction and some dire need to cure each other's loneliness.
0: Okay, I'm not going to speak on for all girls but i think like this is a big issue that a, a lot of girls have um, and you're watching this and you go like oh well i'm not like that i just have to reiterate this so many times because mm-hmm. a lot of the um some of the comments that i've gone before was already like oh well i'm not like that how come you're saying this you're a misogynist blah 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 well they didn't say i was misogynist but they were just like you can't like paint women in this picture so i just want to say that um oftentimes women they think they know what they want right with, with this situation they think maybe um, they want something short term but actually then they start thinking a, a lot a, about it so you're in your case now you're thinking oh i maybe i just want someone who's like long term right is that what you're saying
1: obviously but it's so hard to find somebody yeah. and not have it be toxic and it's it's also mm-hmm. the last thing i would want to do is to overburden somebody that i might fall in love with with my need for attention and my need for care because just because i realize just because you're in love with them doesn't mean they're in love with you and that's the scary part about letting yourself fall and to be open to just that one relationship you know and i think what i'm gonna
0: you kind of just like wanted to like get with him and continue letting him pursue you just because he loves you so much he has like and by the way, is this the white guy that you sent me? No, this is, oh, this, this is someone else. But
1: you know, when we kiss, it is out of this world.
0: Jesus Christ, so you already kissed this guy? Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: how, long, how long have you been talking to this <laughs> We Jesus went to the movies. God. See, I'm, I know I'm brainstorming. If you're watching this, I'm just brainstorming here, okay? You, you either love me or you don't. But when we kiss, it is out. Out of this world, like, so lost. Wait, who are we talking about again? I'm talking about the guy that I'm dating right now,
3: the one that looks like a gangster, yes. Okay, that's not a white guy, right?
1: No, not the white guy, so and not the facilitator. But he, when we kiss, it's like, oh my god, like I forget where the fuck I am. And I've only happened to this with me like one time before, it was with my ex fiance, so but. Mm-hmm. this guy oh my god like see right now our conversation may not be like a ping pong table but what if what if he is nervous around me and he has so much good because i've heard him i've heard from my friends that he shares really well in certain group ask, group settings so i'm wondering maybe he's holding back because he's nervous or he's scared and i want to maybe I'm, I'm thinking out loud here maybe it's too soon for me to jump the gun and say that's it it's over Because what if having fun, because I've had friends who just want to have fun with guys and they end up getting married, Mm -hmm. you know? So what if this guy's the one? And what if, you know, I'm jumping the gun here by breaking it off because he's too nervous maybe, or he's scared, or maybe he's too into me that he's unable to get the words out of his mouth, but maybe over time and comfortability, he could open up to me and that we could have that ping pong conversation that uh, that I need. And, you know, he is so fucking hot and so cute and so... I, How I, long have
0: you been talking to him for again?
1: A few days. So... <laughs> no,
0: no, 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 no. Give the exact days. How many days?
1: I don't know, okay? I, like, less than two weeks, okay? Like, two weeks. Wait, so this guy, two this days. guy's not white.
3: No. I think he's he, Asian? I think, I think he's... Hispanic?
1: You know, I haven't even asked him.
3: Wait, <laughs> what does he look like to you?
1: I don't know! Do I don't fucking... Like, not all Asian. You know is, all you know is he I, looks like a
3: gangster. I, huh? no.
2: <laughs> You're like, oh, he's a gangster. Well,
1: I know... i like... I'm sorry. <coughs> All I know is that he's hot and he's not Asian. And Yo, I know
0: what's the biggest thing you <coughs> like about him? Physically? Yeah. Or his, any anything. His eyes, everything.
1: his nose, and his tattoos and his um arms. And you know, he has a pretty cute face and his cheekbones. So
0: it sounds like you're everything you're describing right now is just because he sounds like a gang. okay, someone's calling me.
1: No, he's so. just really hot.
0: So just because he's really hot. Then that's why you're just like okay, like this is the biggest reasons why no, I like this guy, and and
1: he's not pushy. Remember the twenty one year old? This guy's not pushy. He's ready for me to feel comfortable around him. Into the mind. For me to do something. He's com- He makes me feel comfortable enough to do do what I want with him. He and makes
3: you feel comfortable, but yeah. he's not comfortable, or you give him the benefit of doubt of him not being comfortable around you, sharing his. What well, like he conversations that you want or is.
1: Well, he does share, but just not as much as I wish. what Was that
0: like expression? Was that like <laughs> he described almost exactly like what you were thinking, or what was that like a the... wake up call?
1: What was that? Yeah. Just because I feel comfortable doesn't mean he feels comfortable, and his comfortability should matter to me. Right.
3: Yeah. Or I don't know. That's oh
1: my
0: god. Quick. Yeah. Can you repeat that? Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. just
1: cuz I feel comfortable with him doesn't mean he feels comfortable with me. But that but don't aren't guys usually nervous when in a relationship just starting off? I
3: don't know, you want to give your Isn't opinion. Isn't that, that normal? Do you guys feel nervous? Um
0: you know like my experience is like I feel pretty nervous when I go out like with dates and stuff like that. But um, a lot of my friends, they go out on like so many dates and it's kind of like when you go to like a lot of job interviews. <laughs> after a while, <laughs> you start to not uh, like be a little bit nervous. Mm-hmm. You have a lot yeah. of confidence and the more practice you get going on dates, the less you get nervous, yeah. and the more confidence you have. So with me, like I don't go out on a lot of dates. A lot of the the stuff that happens in my past was through uh, Parting and stuff like that. So, so, so it it would be um it would be kind of like a through like some drunk activities like that. That my dating experience and my dating um just like sober dating experience is oh. really bad. So I would say, like me personally, I would get pretty uh, nervous like when I go on dates. Yeah. But
1: so I should give him a chance and give us a I'm chance like, so I should give him a chance and give us a chance because what I'm hearing from you is normal for a guy to be nervous especially when they're really into you if they're cocky and overconfident maybe that's a problem right so
0: yeah but like I've been like really cocky and overconfident with like. and how'd that work out um no like these are like girls that i actually really like shut uh, up no i'm serious like mm-hmm. i would be overly cocky overly um confident because of our situation um how we click how we talk um conversations like what makes me the most nervous is when a girl does not know how to conversate when a girl does not know how to conversate i'm just like oh shit i'm like a, a little bit tense like what, what the fuck should i say i was fucking quiet like what the fuck should i what what the fuck should i do you make mm-hmm. me you know want to I mean? break up with him Is that how you feel or what?
1: Because that's how exactly how I am. I'm like overly confident and very, very like, because that's who I like to be.
0: No, but I'm saying like, I'm like overly confident with a a girl I really like. And this is like someone I can conversate, someone I I really bond with. But there are times where I'm like overly nervous with a girl that I I really like as well. So it all depends like how much you kind of click with that person. If you can click with that person and you really like them. Um, I don't think just because you like them, you're going to be that much more nervous or yeah, you're going to yeah, be I know what you mean, yeah. much lacking in confidence. But I do think that does play a big factor. But um, back to what you were saying.
1: Which one was the one that got away, Arnold? The one, when was it the one that you were nervous with or the one that you were overly confident with? Oh,
2: the one that question. got away
0: was the one that I was overly confident with. Um, my first girlfriend, right? You you know that. Oh. Yeah. I'm not gonna say we're we're not gonna say any names here, mm-hmm. but um, I was overly confident, and I thought that I I could just be a fuck boy, and I could just you know live my life, um, being a fuck boy first, get some experience being a fuck boy, and so I know when I finally settled down with this girl, the the one that was like the one for me, I'm very sure that th- sure Mike's right that th- this <laughs> is the, really the one that is the one for me. So um, that's why I needed to finish up my fuckboy crusade. <laughs> and that was my mission. I needed to finish that. But by that time, she had already been like, all right, I'm fed up with this fucking fuckboy. You know, I'm out of here. So that's what happened with me. Um, so to counter your argument, yeah, the one that got away was the one I was the most confident with. So that's proof that um, just because you're somewhat, you, you like someone that much. Uh, it doesn't mean that you'll be overly confident. It doesn't mean that you'll be overly nervous. I, I've seen a lot of guys that they're overly confident with like girls they really, really like just because they have so much experience, just because um, they've been through so many interviews, uh, I guess um, interviews, right? Dates, same shit um, that oh, they're, yeah, there's, they're, they're keen to just like going on all these talking to people. Mm-hmm. They're social creatures. They know how to naturally talk to people. And that's why I think it's very important to um, go on dates Go to more interviews for jobs Mm -hmm. so that you build that character Mm. you build that natural instinct to um, pull bitches to pull jobs to fuck the 2023 market and just like you know push past that barrier so that everyone um this is like motivation and kind of like i'm kind of mixing it up but like i'm kind of trying to give you motivation for jobs and i'm also trying to give you motivation to not be so nervous during a um a date right Mm -hmm. so that was a little bit a lot of things just commingled within each other, but.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: that was a lot of talking, though. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I think you kind of sparked something in my mind. Um, <clears throat> one thing I think is the most important in relationship, in any kind of relationship, friendship, family, is communication, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think it'd be selfish of me to make this decision on my own simply because I'm afraid of him rejecting me. I think that with this new guy, I should be very honest with him and come to a decision together because we went in this together. We can leave together. And, you know, with your past Panda, you know, your willingness to be true to yourself shows a lot of integrity that it shows that when you are ready for commitment, that that woman can trust you. And I know that it hurt. Maybe it feels, you know, a little like the one that got away kind of feeling like.
0: You know, it's not like something I just like look back and I just like completely regret like constantly. It's just probably like something I look back once in a long, long while. I'm just like, you know, if I were to go back in time, would I still have continued my fuckboy crusade? I definitely would have because... I probably would have like lived out my life with this one girl the rest of my life. I only had sex with this girl, and I would not be able to like explore like other options and and really be sure like this is the one. You know, we can't be living the rest of our lives just like wondering, is there someone better for me? Because, you know, she did click, she did um check all the um boxes, boxes and all that, um christian girl super innocent doesn't go to, like parties um obedient submissive etc and uh, it's not like i'm a power hungry motherfucker, but it's just like you know when you have someone that's that uh knows how to listen and kind of doesn't argue with you all the time i think that's a quality that anyone men and women would want you don't want someone who's always combative with you so that's why with all these things added up together i thought she was the one right but What is the most important is that you can't live the rest of your life just thinking is there someone better out there for me, you know, because what if and you know, no one's perfect. There were still some flaws that she had. So that kind of pushed me to think even more. Maybe this one is not the one for me. Right. But um, looking back, she was probably the one most right for me um, throughout all the girls that I dated. So that's why. I'm saying, do I regret being a fuckboy and not pursuing her further, and not getting to marriage at like the age of fucking nineteen? Fuck no, I don't, I don't. I don't think that I regret that. I I definitely think that this was a much needed um, challenge, a much needed goal that I needed to do, or else I would be living out the rest of my life just being like, shit, man. What if I had been a fuckboy? Would I be happy? Mm-hmm. So that that's my thought there, Janet.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Wow, thank you. Any thoughts? I, I don't know if I could relate this to. It. It's like kind of like driving one car for the rest of your life. You're just like, uh you know, like I want to try. Something We're not else. cars. Oh <laughs>
2: yeah,
3: <laughs> 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 it's just uh, something we could. Re- I could relate to. You know, it's like um. You
1: will you not drive me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know, like
3: if, if your exper- if your experience is so limited, like you always have that like thought on the back of your head like you know like what my full potential could be or like what what i could have encountered if i wasn't just held back by this one person not necessarily held back but like constrained to this one person oh for sure yeah yeah
1: you know what i think would be a great podcast if we went to senior home livings and ask people who have been married for their
3: entire lives so like like uh, high school sweethearts that like yeah or oh, like first, what made them oh, like decide the to get whole, married like, life only one sexual part dude i
0: think Holy. i could speak on that I, I could speak a lot about that yeah, right yeah. now actually this is fucking funny but like i seen high school sweethearts right mm-hmm. they were together since 16 years old and then then like recently like two years ago um, so they were together for about like 12 years or something like that, Yeah. or even more than 12 years. Um, they break up, like you see all the posts like all gone. And then mm-hmm. it's like, holy shit, you spent like 12 years in college, in high school, after college a little bit with the same person and all of that missed potential. Like, think, <laughs> uh, think about it. If I had thought this girl was the one for me and then... I ended up, we ended up just not ever getting married and then we ended up just um, still being boyfriend, girlfriend. But at the age of like 28, we ended up splitting up. You know how fucked that would be? That would be a point where it's just like, bro, I missed out my whole life. That's all of your pretty much young adult experiences all gone, you're, when you're dormy in college, all that fucktivities that everyone does fucking in like a dorm, like next to your roommate, all of that you missed out on everything all of that fun shit you missed out on just because you thought this chick or this fucking guy was the one that's right for you but he or she ended up not being the one that's right for you not being the the one and then you missed out on having a good ass fucking time fucking <laughs> I, I say this because this actually is something I did but fucking someone next to your, your doormate which is like crazy times. <laughs> I, I look, I look back on that. I look back on that. It's just like the most fratty shit that I've done. And I'm just like, holy, sh-. you know, th- there's so many stories that I've had and this uh, episode right now that we're doing. It's uh, uh, kind of like my motivation to create a new chapter for uh controversy. So we're going to focus on this section called crazy life stories. <laughs> um, so basically Janet today talked about her crazy life story, of just like going from this guy she was dating for for a couple months, half, not even like a year, right? Something like that, like two months, six months. Six months.
1: <laughs> I don't know, just seeing each other for six. And then
0: months. telling me like, oh, like I'm gonna be this guy's the one. You told me this guy's the one, and then you guys. Ended it was up... like
1: three months, four months. <laughs>
0: you you guys. What's going on, bro? That's (laughs) how I am
1: when I fall in love. I just like, oh, my God. I I feel like
0: there's a a lack of consistency sometimes, Janet. I feel like your love is making you not consistent. Is that correct? I feel like some girls could probably relate to that. Maybe If that's the
1: case, why is it that he had to let me go?
0: What's that? Say again. Hmm?
1: Why is it that? (laughs) You know. I think i'm just really good at fooling myself that that person is the one for so me too. for the rest of my life I, because I i'm so desperate too. for to find the one that i'm so good at fooling myself that saying this is the one because i'm so desperate for that and maybe this is the route that i need to take is just to have fun
0: no yeah i definitely agree with that and i think everyone experiences something like that because of um just self-doubt or just some things were said because um, when we're younger we all are taught when you get married, blah blah blah, uh, find the one that's right, have kids, blah blah blah. But then, like upon this journey of trying to find the one and having kids, we stumble across a lot of fuck boys, a lot of fuck girls. We get our our lives, um, our love life is just shattered, right? And then we start to think maybe we don't need to get married. Maybe I don't need to get married. Maybe I should just stay single and just do this the rest of my life. Just have this 15 month uh, intervention. Or a 15-month course each time with a, a couple guys maybe just 15 months a break and then 15 months with a, a new guy and just just do this the rest of our lives right but because of our whole like perspective of love and what is uh true i guess happiness uh we kind of have the self-doubt that maybe we need to be a little bit more diligent in finding the one that's right for us and then so we have this self-doubt that you know maybe i should stop being a hoe maybe i sh- i i am meant to find someone that would love me back just as much as i love this guy or just as much as i love this girl so um in i guess a shorter version of tldr is like we tell ourselves that we want to be finding someone that's the one that's right for us but then we tell ourselves again that maybe we just want to be fucking around but then We start thinking again, no, that's not really what I want. So we're kind of like left in contradiction. We're kind of left not thinking straight because of this, right?
3: I feel like that's like a circle of people just using each other over and over. And then when someone actually wants to try it, they're being used. You know, it's like, it's a whole like circle.
0: I think that's the fucked up part about the whole modern society now because we've gotten so accustomed to just using each other For love, or just for like sexual desire that, or cuddles, yeah, or (laughs) cut. fuck you, (laughs) or cuddles that we're just, um, we're inept from being able to love now. We're not really that capable, or we start to believe that we can't find the one.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. I agree. Which
0: is which is really sad.
1: Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Last
2: question or what? (laughs) Go ahead
1: what are you doing in your personal life to follow what you're preaching right now about finding that one for the love if you believe it
0: so for me um i came out with that polyamory video because somewhere along the course of my love life um, after i broke out with my last last ex i started thinking um i i want to find the one that's right so a lot of motivation i was fueled by motivation to find, find the one that's right because um this girl it's kind of weird but this girl was a really big piece of shit and because of that it made me more motivated to find the one that's right usually it would be the opposite way around but usually when someone's a big piece of shit you'll be like oh fuck you I, I don't, yeah you lose hope you but for, well. for me it was like more motivation i want to find the one that's right because i kind of want to prove Um, To this girl that I can find someone better than her That's Mm. what was going on in my head So along that path About two years I was just trying to find the one that's right Came across a lot of piece of shit girls Like piece of shit girls What I mean by this is like Girls on first date They would just like talk to me as if I ain't shit They would talk to me as if like I actually am not an engineer. I'm like, what the fuck? I am a fucking engineer. I'm like,
2: aren't you a lawyer? That was a joke. That was a joke. Before.
0: We we did that off camera, but I'm like, just making a joke about this like lawyer shit. But um, uh, like they would kind of like just look at me and just go like, really, engineer? Are you sure? And I'm just like, I don't deserve this disrespect from this girl. And it happens so much. I think it's because like they look at my face and then they go like well this guy looks like a druggy like like why i'm called panda is because of my dark circle really right? and then they'd probably be like this guy probably does a lot of drugs <laughs> and, and then you know you know girls i heard this the most from girls but they always go like you shouldn't judge how like uh you shouldn't judge a girl's looks by her cover you know but like, they
3: like, judge uh, you whatever <laughs>
0: bullshit right but it's like they're naturally everyone is naturally judging someone by their cover everyone's mm. judging someone by their looks and then you know i got this like so many times in my life but a girl would kind of go like you don't like her because she's not cute enough you're shallow like you can't just like like someone just because of looks And i'm like what the fuck
1: she should go date like i don't know like a freaking guinea pig or something and tell me that looks don't matter <laughs> yeah so then like
0: i would kind of like re- rebuke that and i would be like well like you're dating a guy that looks really good and then so why don't you just date someone who's like missing an arm or missing his limbs why don't Mm -hmm. you just do that shit and then then after that they don't have anything to say so yeah yeah anyways so like what i'm talking about with this is um that uh (laughs) fuck sorry what was i talking about again it's getting kind of (laughs) late
1: love what are you doing to find your true love
0: yeah okay so so along this path right i started like dating a lot of girls and then they were actually pieces of shit some you know it's funny because like women they can call men trash but for a man to call women trash it's uh he's gonna get a lot of flame for that and gonna get canceled but to be honest a lot of the women that came across in this uh in this crusade of finding the one the one uh they were all like kind of pieces of shits Uh, a lot of them were pieces of shits Mm -hmm. and then then it got to a point where i was just like okay i'm gonna just stick with polyamory then i'm probably um that's why my last girlfriend i was just um thinking let's just be polyamorous and then uh, I was the most happy because it was not a lot of stress although we were polyamorous we didn't do anything with anyone else too much maybe like just like kiss some some other people or whatever but we didn't have sex with other people so my goal is um, I guess it's like how we talked about uh, going down this like open relationship or polyamory I started thinking you know maybe this is not something I want maybe something what i really want is to have a close relationship and along this journey i started to um, develop a lot more of a um, exclusivity to my girlfriend Mm -hmm. um and she did to me too like we would say oh yeah you can fuck whoever i won't care but we ended up not doing that because we just loved each other so much that um we didn't want to do that right so i think that is still like my my goal to find the one The one i guess or or just find someone who's capable of fulfilling this girlfriend relationship or this wife like
3: uh this wife position Mm -hmm. to go back on what you were talking about like you said like girls that you went on first dates with that were like pieces of shit that were like constantly doubting you yeah right i feel like maybe a reason is because they've been like lied to so many times that it's just they can't like they yeah, find it hard yeah. to even yeah. trust like basic wow. stuff that you tell them you know yeah no, mm. I'll,
0: I'll speak about that i uh, recently encountered something um related to that i told her that i had just broken up with my girlfriend i told her that we were already broken up and then she kept like trying to like dig into like my profile and she kept like kind of telling people as if like oh well he says he's single but his fiance I don't know why she was calling my my ex, like my fiance, but it was kind of weird. And she just wouldn't believe that I was single already. And Mm -hmm. then she started looking into my ex's um, stories, my ex's like feed and all that shit, and then just doing some digging. And then she stopped talking to me um, in a a good manner. She started talking to me as if like she doubted me a lot. And I think, yeah, Dalen, what you said is definitely right, because they have trust issues from their past. But I don't believe that just because you have trust issues, you should just bestow that upon mm-hmm. like the next person that comes across. You, sh- you should still respect other people that come into your life. Mm-hmm. Um, the next person that comes into your life, even though you might not believe it, give that person still the respect. And maybe you just have it in your brain like, OK, this guy's lying, but don't like disrespect them or, or talk to them in a condescending manner. That's yeah. like that's like he's a piece of shit or like that he's lying or whatever bullshit or that he's not single and, and you're telling other people that he's not single and he's he's doing like mis, mm-hmm. um, mis, I don't even know the word, or like disloyal acts, right? Mm-hmm. And I think if you don't even have like the correct facts then you, you should just stay quiet and just still give that respect. Just mm-hmm. have that like thought in your brain. And I think this is how toxic relationships are formed because someone still has trust issues and they bestow that upon every guy or every girl that they're they're dating. Mm-hmm. So a big, a big flaw of relationships is that um, you could, you could be in a relationship with someone, but if you're still like thinking the worst of them, obviously you're gonna have those thoughts um, affect how you treat this person, and because you treat this person with such disrespect. It's going to be a toxic relationship and you're you're, you're going to be heading down a path where you guys just end
3: up breaking up or, or worse. So my question would be, do you think after a breakup, there should be time for like uh, self-reflection and not like immediately trying to like catch a fling or like trying to forget about someone uh, through like, uh, uh, you know. Uh, 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 are, are we referring to our special friend over here? No, 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 no I'm say- I'm saying in general, but you know, like. I
1: am think? working on myself. I'm working on myself by giving myself what I want, which is nice dates and good company. Thank you very much.
0: But I think Janet, like, because of that, you don't have enough time to self reflect and really pick a, uh, I guess, like a, like plan your your mission. You know, make a work plan. <laughs> like in terms of like work, <laughs> what is it called? Like work plan, right? <laughs> or like their forecasts for the company? I don't know was yeah kind of i like think
3: that? i think forecast yeah yeah i don't know
0: that's why i feel i feel like when you jump too much and i'm not telling you how i lived your life jenna it's like totally respect but mm-hmm. this is just like my thoughts and whoever wants to relate they could relate but if you jump from like relationship to relationship it could be not enough time and you could kind of get it mixed up with like rebound so i'm thinking like if you even like within a month or so uh, you start having this guy that you're dating. Then it could be mixed in with like a rebound. So, that's just my thought on that, but it's not entirely accurate, I think. I mean, Janet, did you have
1: Yeah, um, I want to go back to what you said about toxic relationships and when someone has those negative ideas of you even though they're not saying or behaving in such a way, it is affecting the way that they treat you. And I think that's exactly what happened with my past relationship is that he had some... I trusted this guy 110% in the beginning. I had no issues. I may be a little jealous here and there, but that's normal. But when it comes to it, I trusted him. And it wasn't until I realized that he was being controlling because, you know, he of his insecurities or his need for me to be perfect that really made me realize if he wants to change me so much, most likely he's just not that into me.
2: Oh, and if he's a good point. Yeah. if he's
1: yeah. not that into me, then most likely he's looking elsewhere already. And that's what made me feel like, oh my God, I, this is gonna become really fucking toxic.
0: I think okay. when you were talking to me about this a couple of weeks ago or something, or a week ago, um, this is a really good topic because no one is perfect but because of that you shouldn't change someone like so much um if someone is like so flawed to you Mm -hmm. then why are you even dating that that person in the first place right you should find someone who at least checks like most of your boxes and maybe just change those missing boxes if you can Uh, it's like for example if sex is an issue because this guy's dick is small um (laughs) you don't tell, like, your boyfriend, hey, grow your dick out. Like, that's not something they can change or anything. Maybe they could get plastic surgery for that. But what I'm saying is that, like, um, certain personalities are are changeable or certain habits. Like, for example, if you like to throw your clothes on the floor, like um, clothes you just wore, but you should just put that in the laundry basket um, because it makes your room a mess, that's definitely something that can be changed. But if you're asking for, like, oh, you got to be more social. You're too introvert you got to change that you got to be more dynamic or hey you got to change um i don't know what did he what did he tell you to change what were some examples
1: um i wasn't allowed to i wasn't allowed to argue with him and i know that sounds really tough but i mean when we have a disagreement, I think it is very normal for two people to disagree yeah. and sometimes argue. But, but that he, depends
0: if you're picking fights all the
1: no, time. No, I'm not that's picking fights. It's more so like he's pushing my buttons. He's telling me everything that's wrong with me. And I'm saying, hey, can you please just pump the brakes on telling me all my imperfections every single day about what I need to change about me? And then he's like, well, why aren't you listening to me? why are you interrupting me i'm like because you're telling me everything that you don't like about me all the time that it makes me feel like i don't want to hear it is driving me crazy like why be with me for the attention that i gave him so
0: just like arguing um don't argue with him so what does he expect he wants you to be like submissive or what like just like completely comply like with everything he says
1: basically he wants me to Wear, so my, he wants me to wear longer shorts. He wants me to distance myself from all my guy friends, which I did. He wants... And he, the crazy part is, that's not even what upsets me. What's upsetting me is that he has double standards. I'm not allowed to have guy friends, but yet he could call another girl his best friend.
0: Mm. I think double standards is... Um you know there's gray areas for for double standard like for example if a guy can start making out with like girls but the girl can't do the same that's that's a big red flag Mm -hmm. but um, for example having like friends like the opposite sex friends and the girlfriend cannot do that the same i think that's that's a definitely a double standard that is not acceptable but um for example double standards i think there are certain cases where um it, it is acceptable or For example if the man is providing for the woman financially then the man shouldn't need to have to do like cooking or cleaning or all this bullshit so that is a double standard in a sense but that's um, gender roles Mm -hmm. so i think that is acceptable like certain gender roles or um, to balance the scale Mm, sorry but mm. but i kind of belabored a little bit but um i believe janet that this guy definitely has like a lot of um Missing boxes, in his opinion, that he was trying to change for you. I definitely think that's fucking toxic. But you know what? Um, I think we're going to wrap this up. It's already uh, one hour, 18 minutes. <laughs> and um, did you have anything final to say, Janet, as our guest speaker?
1: It was a pleasure meeting you, Taylan. And thank you, Panda, for having me here today. Um, I hope if we do continue this some other time that it would be more of a... Hopefully a little more upbeat, um because today was a little serious. It almost felt like a therapy session. <laughs> um, but you know, I'll bill you guys with my insurance, right? Or you guys can bill my insurance for this session. Yeah, charge
0: like ninety six dollars right. an hour.
1: So. Yeah, that's it. It should be like ninety six thousand because you hit it on the point like today. Well, is
0: it as hard as uh, how I hit you um the last time we had sex, or what?
1: Yeah, I don't think that's a good comparison because it wasn't hard at all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, um, I mean, I think that that's probably an issue because uh, maybe I wasn't able to get it up for some reason. Because you know? I just uh, wasn't that issue, into you. Probably, probably your issue, eh? I just, yes,
1: it was my issue. My issue was the fact that I thought I could just,
0: you know, you, you sometimes you gotta do a little bit of foreplay, Janet. Yeah, you but I'm just like, I would just wasn't that you into you. I'm you sorry. Blow, you can't blow Arnold, I know. St- you can't give someone a blowjob if you don't have love for them. That's like the weirdest shit I've heard in my life.
1: I don't wanna sex someone's dick that I don't feel like I could be tender and submissive towards. And I don't feel that with you because you don't shower me with the love that I feel like I would want in a relationship so, outside of professional. So that guy
0: showers you, eh? With, with the love, with and a loofah, shampoo, but
1: conditioner, but I, all be, the showers, even I, I, I the shower be, curtains. Oh my God!
0: I thought it has to be bilateral relationship where like oh, you sh- love him too.
1: I do, honey. <laughs> he you can't do. stop think. <laughs> he <do>. can't. <laughs> <laughs> he can't stop thinking but about me.
0: Just,
2: let I, me tell I, you, you something. Know what, you know what?
0: We'll let the viewers decide. Everyone, if you got up to this point, thank you so much, and I just want. To let everyone know, again, to subscribe to Controvert, we're going to get more content and we're definitely going to get more equipment. Everything's going to look more legit, but if you want to be a guest speaker, make sure to DM us on Controvert Podcast, at Controvert Podcast on Instagram, or you could even send us an email. It's um, in our information section, but we're going to get this shit riled up. We're going to get more content and...
2: Wrap it up, hey! Yay. Wrap
1: it up. <laughs>
0: All right. <laughs> well, anyways, thank you, guys. Subscribe to Controvert Podcast. Subscribe. Peace out.